So we do want revival. We do want to pray for the awakening, uh, a unique um, working of the Lord. Um, and we, we pray with every ounce of zeal that we have. And Stephen uh, commented on such in the email for today. But uh, let's just say God chooses to not send revival. Let's just, if we did, we would all be thrilled. And we would, as uh, we've been encouraged, uh, we pray for revival, then we will pray during revival, and we will pray after revival. Uh, This ought not to stop if the Lord opens the heavens and sends down his blessing. But, um, But what if he doesn't? Is that, is that weak to even talk about? Um, I don't think so, because I made a list um, on Saturday of what we would gain even if God did not send revival. Now, I'm going to, lest anyone be concerned, I'm going to continue to pray for revival, and I think that is why we're all gathered here for the advance of the gospel, for awakening to come to hearts, Holy Spirit awakening. But there is fruit that comes as we pray for revival. So think of these things. Um, and I think uh, what Nicole mentioned, even in the change of uh, her family praying, we get to adore God together. We wouldn't have done this <clears throat> outside of our praying for revival. We would have adored the Lord, but together is unique. So we could even consider this a grad course in adoration. We have learned much about adoring the Lord, adoring the Lord through Scripture, adoring the Lord theologically, uh, adoring the Lord as we um, echo the hearts of one another. Um, I dare say that your praying, I know my praying, has matured in adoration as a result of uh, praying. So if there's nothing else we have, and we trust there will be something else, that being revival. But, uh, but we've learned to adore the Lord together. Um, the second one, and I have five, uh, the second one may be a little obvious, and that is that we spend more time with God now, maybe, than we have in the past. We spend more God time with God than normal. Um, I know I never have spent from noon to one our time, uh, in prayer, um, I have prayed with in in um, a corporate setting with some other people through the night in prayer, but that was once. Um, it'd be very difficult for me until this to pray for an hour um, systematically before the Lord, and so not only have we adored God together, but we have spent more time with God. Than before, and uh, what a what a blessing that is. So that's one and two. The third thing, and this is a little bit of a of a of a blend, if you will. We've learned how to pray. We've learned how to pray deeper and wider. I mean, we're praying global prayers. We're praying deep spiritual prayers. Um, praying with uh, the thoughts of one another that we've never prayed before. Um, I have learned much from um, ladies and men on this 
prayer call about how to pray. And uh, as I am a pastor, and even as I stand, I'm, I'm not the lead pastor, and so I often, in our congregation, am challenged to either lead the worship or lead in a pastoral prayer. And um, uh, I pray in public differently now than I did before. I pray um, with a greater sense of awareness of the Lord in praying than I did before. So, And I'm conscious of that. As I'm standing in back of the pulpit and I'm leading the congregation in prayer, I'm often thinking through things differently than I did before. And it largely is because of our time here together. So uh, to my brothers and sisters in Christ, I say thank you for your discipleship of one another and of me. And uh, let that continue. Let's not just come. We It's good to come with our prayers. But um, when I was a lead pastor, and I think I've even said this as a, as an elder in our church now, um, church is not about what you come to get, but what you come to give. And uh, so we come, yes, um, to pray before the Lord, but let's come to learn from each other and maybe even take away things that we would implement differently in our prayer time as a result of being together. So we get to adore God together. We have more time before God than normal in prayer. We've learned to pray. And then this one is really kind of neat to me, only because um, one of my favorite passages of Scripture is in... uh, the early uh, part of the book of the Revelation where all of the church is gathered together before God and his son Jesus, and he passes the title deed of the, the scroll to Jesus, and uh, everybody falls at Jesus' feet and says, worthy is the lamb that was slain. And I love that landscape of people bowing, the church in heaven bowing before the Lord and adoring the Lord. And um, so, to me, this is a little taste of heaven before we get to heaven. This is a down payment on heaven. We have the Holy Spirit residing in our hearts as the earnest of our inheritance. And uh, our praying together, I would like to think, is a little taste of what the fellowship in heaven is going to be like. Can you imagine? I mean, you know this, and I'm trying to watch the time here, Um because I am a pastor. Uh, So you know this, that uh, sometimes in our praying time, it would be very easy for us to go another hour. It'd be very easy for us to go another two or three hours. Um, Sometimes it's hard getting started, but uh, think of that. Think of what it's going to be like to be in the presence of the Lord with all of us, as well as all the redeemed, um, Old Testament, New Testament, Ancient history, modern history, everybody that knows Christ as Savior, we get to be in his presence forever. So this is just a little taste of that. Um, uh, Every tongue and kindred, tribe and nation before the Lord. Um, So we get to adore God together. Um, We spend more time before God than normal. We learn to pray. We have eternal fellowship tasted early is how I have it in my notes, eternal fellowship tasted early. And then lastly, as has been commented by many, and uh, this is, this is also um, a delight, but it's also tough. And that is 
there is a motivation for purity. There's a motivation for purity so that I am constantly challenged before, I mean, I pray in the morning and I have my time with the Lord in the morning and I enjoy that and it's a time of inventory in my life. But knowing that uh, noon, my time is coming and uh, gathering, I, I consider this holy ground. I consider this a sacred time. And uh, I want to make sure that I ask the Lord to fill me with his spirit, to empty my life, of, to cleanse me from sin, and to um, fill me with his spirit for this task of praying. I think we could say we pray for the praying. Um, so there is a, there's a humility there that I have recognized that has been very important to me. And uh, as Stephen said um, Saturday, I think it was, you know, sometimes we come tired and we leave. It's not the word he used, but uh, we come uh, spent. We come it's difficult sometimes to get started. But by the time we leave, we, leave, we are refreshed in the Lord. And uh, thank you for that. It's a motivation to purity.